Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. 95.7 The Game's John Dickinson has been with the Warriors every day throughout the championship era. Half-court, the Warriors start to celebrate. The one-time darlings are now a dynasty. And now, he brings you the latest scoops on the back-to-back champs. He's looking good to go. And exclusive player interviews. What's up, Dub Nation? It's your boy, Stephen Curry. This is Warriors Weekly. On the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, John Dickinson. What's up, everybody? It's John Dickinson. It's Bonte Hill. And we are at Scotiabank Arena, and it's about 2.09 a.m. Eastern Time. And guess what? The Warriors season is not over. Somehow, someway, the Warriors found a way, a game they led by as many as 14 to hang on and rally from down six with about three minutes to go to win game five of the NBA Finals, 106-105. But the story of tonight is neither team Bonte feeling good about this game because of what happened with Kevin Durant. He came back, he looked terrific in his return, and he looked healthy in his return. But the one thing you know about any kind of injury is if you come back a little bit soon, too soon, you can look great, and then all of a sudden you look great until you make that one wrong move. And Durant moved, and now the fear is that it's a right Achilles injury. And Bob Meyer, Steve Kerr had said that it is a right Achilles injury. Uh, Ramona Shelburne of ESPN reporting that the Warriors fear it's a torn Achilles, which is just devastating. So, Bonte, the Warriors win the game But nobody's feeling good about it because everybody is thinking about Kevin Durant in what turns out to be a worst-case scenario for the Warriors and for KD. Man, I mean, you could tell in that locker room they were happy about the win, but they felt for their brother, number 35, Kevin Durant. You saw me at halftime, J.D. I was despondent because as a fan of the game, as a fan of the game, when you see star player, any player for that matter, but especially the stars, like when Kobe tore his Achilles against the Warriors, I felt sick. I felt sick because you knew that he would not be the same. Now, Kevin Durant just turned 30 years old, um, and you just hope that coming back from this right Achilles tear, it's probably going to be out next year. Most likely we're going to have... I mean, even if, even if you're talking about nine months, right. nine months from today is March 11th. Right. Just to look at the timeline, you're talking about all but a month of the regular season next year. And it's just sad that we're going to be robbed of watching Kevin Durant play basketball. He came out with a bang, hit some threes, looked right, looked right but you knew right away when he made that move, when he made that move and he fell there on the court, you just knew it was over. You knew that something big. He, he was done, whether it was a calf or an Achilles. And, and I know, you know, Bob Myers, a very emotional Bob yeah. Myers, met with the media downstairs uh, after each coach had, had met with the media. And he was just in tears, frankly, yeah. and devastated. And look, Bob is such a good human. And I know you and, you and Pop talk to him every week. And you guys will talk to him here in the next couple of days on your show. 
and he, he just he feels it. He understands it. Like he he knows that the conversation in the next couple of days is going to be about trying to assess blame. And I said it to you at halftime, and I stand by it. To me, there is no blame in this thing. Durant yeah. wanted to play. He was cleared by the doctors. The Warriors gave him their blessing, being down 3-1 in the series, and it went full-blown, devastating, worst possible case scenario. Bob understands the fact that people are going to blame Durant. People are going to blame him. People are going to blame the doctors. People are going to blame the Warriors. People are going to blame the Warriors' teammates. People are going to blame everybody. So Bob very emotionally just said, hey, you know what? If you want to blame somebody, blame me. It was just, I mean, it was, you just can't not feel for Kevin Durant. Cannot feel. Yeah, I mean, walked out on crutches, uh, had the walking boot. He sent out an Instagram tweet, uh, Instagram Instagram story snapshot, basically saying, "Hey, I need a shot of tequila." My teammates just gave me life for winning that game. Um, thank Dub Nation. You know, it, it, we know about all the noise this year, JD. It's basically been about the noise, about what Kevin Durant's going to do and what Kyrie Irving's going to do. And Steph Curry, he also responded to KD's IG post. Yeah, Here it is. Oh, KD. Yeah, was, I, got, I reset that for everybody. So if you want to go ahead and read it, you can. I got it right there. Yeah, yeah KD said, Dub Nation, going to be loud as you. F-U-C-K. F, F. Right. <laughs> loud as F. Loud, loud as, as bleep. F for game six, I'm hurting deep. In the soul right now, I can't lie, but seeing my brothers get this win was like taking a shot of tequila. I got new life, LOL. Hashtag dubs. Yeah. What a message. What a message. Uh, Steph Curry, you go on JD's page on Twitter, his J- Twitter account, go on 95.7 Games Twitter account. Um, yeah, they're all, all the videos are up in right both platforms, all the ones you grabbed, all the ones I grabbed. I mean, it was just a, it was one of those nights where, I mean, everything is popping. You got you got my guy DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. DeMarcus just Cousins said F him. Who questions Kevin Durant's heart? Yeah. Who questioned his pride? And his, I mean, Kevin Durant's a hooper. He wants to hoop at the highest level. The guy walked to Rutgers Park in the summer just to play pickup ball. We, we know who he is. Like, I, I tell you what. question him, J.D., was just, you see Kendrick Perkins now tweeting about saying the Warriors forced him, and it's effed up. See, and, it, and this, this is what, and, that, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like, this is the kind of thing, this is why I think Bob Myers was so emotional. Obviously, because he feels for Kevin Durant, but. He Bob Myers knows that he gets it. He listens to radio shows. He reads the the newspapers and 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 you know things on the internet and, and reports. He he gets how people are going to react to this right. thing the next couple of days, and it just sucks. sucks. To me, there is no blame. Nope. There is no blame. Uh, and the Warriors figure out a way somehow. I mean, they look done with three minutes to go, but we've seen it before. Uh, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, in particular, Clay Thompson, just figured out a way to win. I mean, and, and and the story of the game tonight, and we spent a good portion of things on Kevin Durant, and we're going to get back to Kevin Durant because I do think there's more things to chew on there, maybe big picture. Uh, although we can also save that because the Warriors season didn't end tonight nope. uh, because the Warriors won this game. But I, I think the story of the game tonight, Bonte, was just it, the fact the Warriors made 23-pointers. They, they made 23-pointers out of 42 and wow. they needed every single one of them if they make 19 wow. out of 42 the toronto raptors are nba champions right now be the splash brothers were splashing tonight right 12 three-pointers between the two of them uh curry got up 14 to tips from the three-point line clay thompson 13 to tips from the three-point line that's what you need that's what you want from them especially now without kevin durant he has some big threes from draymond green there uh he had a big three from quinn cook in the fourth quarter uh and look, they were down six, J.D. It looked like, and I, 
I walked, I was on an elevator where Mark Spears and Michael Wilbon and Stephen A. Smith, I saw Raptor security. They were getting ready to bring the podium out. They were getting ready to set off. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, did we see any champagne downstairs? There, did they, not no? See the champagne. Okay. I did not see the hat. They kept it but hidden. I saw running around like, okay, it's time. Let's find all the Let's stuff. All the stuff. Where, where you, where'd you hide it? Right. Let's find it. <laughs> Let's hide it. And somehow, some way, with the Warriors down six, 103 97, Nick Nurse calls a timeout. That's what he does. I'm not going to question what he's doing. He's seen his team. They were tired. Whatever. He calls a timeout. The Warriors get new life, JD. Big time threes there from Steph. Big time threes for uh, Clay Thompson, and they find a way to win it. And the last possession, a clever blitz on Kawhi Leonard. Say yeah. basically said, JD, Kawhi's not going to beat us. Yeah, right. This isn't going to be a repeat of the Philly no, series. He's not beating us. Somebody else is going to have to hit a shot. Iguodala comes with the double team as Clay Thompson's defending Clay uh, Kawhi Leonard. He swings it. Great rotation from Sean Livingston and Draymond Green. You saw him fronting Mark Gasol and had enough space there to say, "Okay, if it goes to the corner to Kyle Lowry, I can get out there, but I'm also not going to give up the layup." And he tips the three pointer there in the corner, JD, to some masterful defensive possession by the champs. And here we go. Another game at Oracle Arena, another game in Oakland, California, and I'm expecting Oracle to be like game four in that first half where they were loud, they carried their team, and I don't know, J.D., this, this team, you know, they're like cockroaches. We're coming back here. There's no. We're coming back here. Now, look, I think the Warriors, I think it's going to be tough. Look, and I felt all day, I mean, I, I, I said it to you this afternoon, yeah. I just did not see the Warriors going out 4-1. Like yeah. And, and look, the Raptors have a say in it, and the Raptors, I, you know, the Raptors didn't play their best game tonight, and the, but the, the big reason was the Warriors were making shots from the jump. Durant was terrific. You know they don't they don't win this game without Durant three for three from three point range. Uh, you know early on he hit a couple of free throws. I mean, Durant was really good in his twelve minutes tonight, and and if they don't have him, they don't win this game. And I think that you know leads us now a little bit toward talking about Thursday, and the Warriors are still up against it because if there's one thing that you know the Warriors had I think enough of a cushion when Durant went down and they reacted when Durant went down in a positive manner if they had been in a fog in that moment they would have lost the game they went up double digits after KD went out they and and they pushed it back up in the second half too before the Raptors ultimately came back and rallied in the fourth quarter and and took that six-point lead the the, the reality, though, is through the first four games of this series, the Raptors were the better team when Kevin Durant was not on the court. So the Warriors are still going to have to figure out a way to get two more wins in this series and get another win in this building yeah. without Kevin Durant. And they did win game two in this building. That's two wins without in this him. building, yeah. Uh, and they won, obviously, without him in the, in the second half tonight. So, uh, But I, I think it's going to be tough still for the Warriors to win the series, but I do think they will find a way to force it back here for Game 7 uh, on Sunday. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to get into, and we'll get into some of the big-picture Kevin Durant stuff, Warriors uh, weekly podcast is John Dickinson, Bonte Hill, emergency pod after Game 5 of the Finals. We're doing one of these after each game uh, of the NBA Finals. DeMarcus Cousins wasn't going to play tonight. He was out of the rotation. Alfonso McKinney wasn't going to play tonight. He was out of the rotation. Quinn Cook was going to be in the rotation. Cook was chosen over McKinney, clearly. But Andrew Bogut was chosen over DeMarcus Cousins for the start of the second quarter and start of the fourth quarter minutes. When Durant went down, Steve Kerr suddenly had to play DeMarcus Cousins, who went 6-for-8 for 14 points. Huge. Huge. Uh, he had a couple 
Uh, I want to say he had a couple of assists, but it looks like he only had one assist, but it was a great, great feed that led to uh, a layup. And he played 20 minutes. Yeah. It's very similar to his game in game two, where, again, you, you don't expect 25 from him, but if he can give you an efficient 10 to 12, that's huge. Yeah. And it's another example of Cousins playing well when nobody expects him to play well, uh, but he he played well. Um, Quinn Cook did knock down a three tonight. Big three in the fourth quarter. Wasn't great, but he knocked down a big three in the fourth quarter. Be- better Quinn Cook minutes than certainly right. game, game three and four. Jordan Bell wasn't good, but he had to play. So you had all of these guys that had to play suddenly because Durant went out, and right. Cousins being the big one, and Cousins came through. If DeMarcus Cousins doesn't have a 6-for-8, 14-point game, the Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. Well, you saw DeMarcus Cousins didn't start the game and didn't start the second quarter. Bogut started the second quarter. He wasn't going to play. He wasn't going to play at all. At all. And he looked disgruntled on that sideline for a second. On that bench, he just looked like he didn't have the black warm-up on. He had the black warm-up on. And then Bogut had a rough two minutes there early in the second quarter. And KD gets hurt. And Kerr says, you know what, Boogie? It's your turn. And Boogie scores a quick seven. Hits a three. Two layups to start. Help build that lead right there. Help build that lead and get a double-digit lead there where you got a space, where you had a nice little cushion. Because Toronto, the one thing they've done in in this series – is they finished quarters with a bang. Now, the Warriors finished the first quarter up six. They didn't go for that. You know, Toronto, didn't, they tried to go on that run to take a lead at the end of the quarter. The Warriors finished the fourth quarter pretty well, too. Way, they finished the fourth quarter pretty well. But DeMarcus Cousins, defensively, offensively, when you didn't expect it, showed a lot of heart tonight. And they're going to need it. Look. He's got to play again. Now they're back to see. And this is where it's this is where it becomes problematic for the Warriors because when the when the plan has been, well, Cousins has got to play and you're not going to have Durant and the Raptors are going to do this. The Raptors are going to do that. That's when the Raptors have been the better team, whether it's been in the games in this building or the games in Oracle Arena. I mean, the Raptors put a thumping on the Warriors. Really, in all three games that they've played in that building this season. No, there's no doubt. And. But you know what? Do you really see the Warriors losing three home games in one series? That's hard to see. It's happened in the finals. No, I, no, it has. It's happened a few it's times. Happened. It's happened a few times. We recounted it earlier when the Pistons did it to the Blazers, when the Bulls did it to the Lakers, and the Bulls did it to the Suns. It's happened before. But, man, it's something about this Warriors team, J.D., where we're seeing them banged up. Everybody's banged up from Curry to Clay to Iggy, to Kevon Looney, who's got a big ice pack on his collarbone, J.D. The guy can barely move. A lot of Warriors in seven, by the yeah, way, coming in on the seven. on the Facebook yeah, Live. And we should thank everybody watching us on Facebook Live uh, as we record the, the Warriors Weekly Podcast. You're getting a, pre- you're getting a preview of it before it posts yeah, uh, tonight, tomorrow. Thing. When are we posting this bad boy? I don't know. Carl Boostcheck, when are you posting this thing? It'll be up. It'll be up by noon Pacific right, tomorrow. Right, get it before noon. It'll be up I'm before. Calling you out, Carl. Bonte will be up by 9 halfway. Be in the air. By the time I get to SF, Bonte's going to be halfway through the the <laughs> afternoon delight. Right. <laughs> if you're gonna. Oh, you're, who, who's nobody's going to care what Bonte has to right. say because you're going to actually right. hear him say it on the radio right, first. Exactly. The same takes I'm going to rehash tomorrow at noon, noon to three with Greg Poppin, man. But no, seriously, JD, what a game. What theater? We had everything. You had KD getting hurt. You had the Raptors going for their first championship. Should probably you let, you, let you get the mic here. Look, look, Kawhi Leonard going crazy at the end of the game to give the Raptors a six-point lead. Wow. Kyle Lowry hit big shots. You had 
everything in this game. And I'm trying to think back of classic finals games. This was one of them. And when you think back to the five-year run this Warriors uh, team has been on under Steve Kerr, whether they win this series or not, we're always we're going to remember Game Six against OKC in Oklahoma City, without a doubt. Without a doubt, Game Four against Memphis in 2015. Game Four against Cleveland in 2015. You're going to remember this game, this game right here, Game Five of the 2019 NBA Finals. Every Warrior fan, whether the Warriors win this series or not, are going to say, "Damn, remember that Game Five in Toronto when KD got hurt? They had they needed Boogie, they needed Draymond, they needed Steph and Clay to hit all those three pointers." We're never going to forget this game. This is one of the most this is probably one of the biggest victories in Warriors history. Now, again, they may not win the championship, J.D. They just may not. But when you look back at this run, this is going to be one of the games we all look back at and say, damn, that team was damn good. I think you got to wonder now how, and again, we can, we'll wrap it up here and we'll, we'll move the conversation toward how the injury, if it does wind up being a, a torn Achilles, how that impacts Durant's free agency yeah. because the Warriors are now in a position where, you know, it does if they can offer him a five-year deal and nobody else can offer him a five-year deal. And, you know, I know there's been a lot of chatter of he's going to go here, he's going to go there. I, I think it, it's felt more likely than not that he's going to leave, at least coming into even tonight. Uh, but the thing you got to wonder and keep tabs on, and I always say this, I know I've said it to you, I've said it to Steiny, how things end matters. Like, we speculate about it constantly, but you have to wait until it all plays out. And I think tonight is a perfect example because I'm left wondering now when you start to look at Kevin Durant's future, does something like tonight change the course of history in a sense where you see an emotional Bob Myers, you see Durant's teammates supporting him, and and loving him and you see his reaction to the Warriors going to getting a win without him you heard Marcus Cousins saying this organization is, is just is different yeah basketball they care about you um this so, changes everything so that and the ability of the Warriors to say hey we don't care if you're coming off an Achilles we're gonna pay you that five-year max and you rehab with us and guess what we rehab DeMarcus and you know he's he was able to come back and contribute, and obviously it's different for a, a leaner guy and, and, and you know a guy like Durant than it is for Boogie and somebody that right. carries that weight. But but if Durant now wants that five years, knowing that maybe he's going to lose a year, you know maybe maybe he's more apt to to consider yeah. staying than he would have been previously. I, well, we can wrap it up. I'll give you a couple thoughts on that, and we'll wrap it up. But I you know it how it ends matters. You know if the Warriors win the title. You know, does that factor in? If they, do, you know, I almost feel like it doesn't even matter if they win the title now. I mean, something. You know, Durant just wants to feel loved. You know, he wants to be respected, loved, cared about, have the focus be on his game. And you know what? I, I think maybe he could get that if he comes back to the Warriors for five years after taking a, a breather for a year because of the injury. No, I'm with you there. And you know, he looks at the situation, saying, "You know what? This organization took care of me." Uh, I don't think the Warriors forced him back. And then all of a sudden, you get KD to sign that five-year deal, and now he can grow old with Steph Curry, grow old with Klay Thompson. We'll see what happens with Draymond Green and his upcoming contract. He has a year left on his deal. Iguodala's back for one more. Maybe KD says, you know what? This is the right spot for me. They care for me. And I thought it was very symbolic to see Iguodala and Steph Curry walk Kevin Durant up the tunnel. Stephen Curry was in the freaking game. And he said, you know what? I'm going to ride with my brother. This is my brother. And you heard him in the post game. You were sitting right there, J.D. My spirit told me to go do that. 
my spirit. Sometimes it, you just go do things. And I thought that meant, I think that means a lot to Kevin Durant, where he's like, these guys really care about me. They really freaking care about me. This organization cares about me. So this changes everything in free agency. We'll see what KD does. Will a team be willing to bite the bullet? Bite the bullet. Will the Knicks or the Nets say, you know what? We'll sacrifice a year because teams like that can't sacrifice a year. They can't just sit there and wait for Kevin Durant to rehab for a year, J.D., and then expect him to play. The Warriors are in a position to say, you know what? We'll wait on you for a year. Yeah, we'll pay you. We'll We'll wait on you. you. We'll wait on you and do your thing. But other teams got to look at it and say, man, can we really take that chance? Now, I do think Kevin Durant's going to get maxed out. There's a lot of chatter that this costs Kevin Durant money. I don't think so at all. He's Kevin Durant. Um, look, look! If if the Warriors don't want to max him out at five, I I I would max him out at four and pay the year to watch him rehab yep. and take your chances on a three year deal after that. Like it's basically a three year deal after that. So yeah, uh, so just something to chew on. How things end matters, and the one thing we know is there are no more than two NBA games uh, to go in the season. We're guaranteed one on Thursday, but I think we're coming back here uh, over the weekend and uh, we'll be doing this again for Game Seven. Uh, I really do. Bonte, always a pleasure. Yep. Uh, take care. That's going to do it for those of you on Facebook Live. Watching, a lot of Warriors in Appreciate seven. It. I think every message has been yep. Warriors, Warriors in seven. seven. Warriors in seven. War- Warriors, Warriors in seven. Lee. Yeah, exactly. The, that game, no go dubs. Yeah, that game was yeah. up. prayers up for KD. We all pray for KD. We got a Raptors in six there. Look for this pod by yep. noon Pacific. I'm hoping for noon Eastern. Yeah, well, hopefully this pod, yeah, noon Eastern. Hopefully it's up at eight tomorrow. Carl, I know you're watching out there. Get this bad boy up ASAP. The people need to listen to this. All right, for Bonte Hill, I'm John Dickinson. We'll talk to you after game six. This was a production of the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.